Oh, that's where you're going with it. Okay. The show's name is Loki. La 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 Loki. God of mischief. Oh wait, hold on. Hold on. God of mischief. (laughs) And he left. Hey, it was clever. (laughs) So welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two guys who are in our and I fucked that up too. I don't know where I am today. See what happens when we're off for a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just sitting here letting you dig a hole. Oh, I'll talk a little a bit. Big hole. Okay. Take two. Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I got it at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And you guys might know us from online on the Twitches as Guyver. That's that guy over there. Bam, bam. Gaver UNT01 and KSIG, K underscore SIG. That's me. And uh, we we stream when we can. (laughs) (laughs) Lately and lately. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we've been off. We apologize for the lateness. We're going to put out two next week. By the Mm. time you guys hear this, we'll have two out and then we'll have two in the bank to release and try and get caught up. But real life happens sometimes, unfortunately. Mm. So. That's yeah, we had a lot of it that. this week. There's yeah, we a lot, had a of, lot of it this week. And then let's see, you had baseball games all week, like three of them. And out in well, the I heat, didn't. So the kid did. And the kid did. Yeah. Kyle tried to play. They kicked him out. They did. And like now. And it sir. might be a little rough today. I uh, will tell you. It's just long. It's long so night. I. Oh, go ahead, sir. <laughs> oh, I just went out to. There was a the little local bar here in town. They had a uh, Irish band coming and play and playing you know like traditional songs and stuff and i went out to that and then Kyle pretended he was yeah. part of the crew not saying irish or anything i'm just saying part of the crew down at the bar <laughs> yeah so about a couple hours after everything closed down and stuff and i am tired <laughs> dragon boys so i cal texted me earlier and i called him and i go he goes, I'm hurt. And I go, don't you know you're old? What was your response? I know now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to episode one. <laughs> the aging nerd. The aging nerd. So, yeah. So Kyle figured out real quick he can't do that. So as once many a year, I had to have to. a little reminder. <laughs> <laughs> I got, and he did it. I got that out of my system. Oh, good. Until next summer. So if it's a little rough, we apologize. I've driven to basically Texas and back today getting my oldest and then as soon as i got home because i'm stupid because the girls wanted to go swim i went and mowed the yard i'm a little tired right now i was gonna mow mine today but yeah we know how that worked out no you weren't (laughs) Um, it really was (laughs) best intentions Mm -hmm. um so yeah so we're gonna talk about episode one of loki um we're going to nerk it, and I'm super excited about this one because I'm really enjoying this show. The two episodes in, we're on episode one is what we're going to talk about, and we're going to go ahead and start. Mm-hmm. And then there's all sorts of 
theories and whatnot. So we start off in New York City. It's just basically a recap of what happened in Endgame. Mm-hmm. And so we're just seeing how Loki making fun of them as he gets captured. You know, um, they won't let Hulk on the elevator. Poor Hulk. Well, he's, you know, huge. He is huge, but that's huge-ism. And I'm getting my notes here, too. Um, So basically, it's just going here. We're going to fast forward a little bit because you guys all know what happened. Yep. Um, When Loki got his hands on the Tesseract, disappeared. But this shows us what happened after he got his hands on the Tesseract. And I did like how the Marvel Studios was the Loki green and yellow. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. They do something you, local mm-hmm. with each of these, uh, you know, their series and different things. That it's uh, it's cool how they did that. You know, you're talking about the Marvel Studio intro, right? Yeah, it's cool uh, how they do that with it. I, I love that. That's like one of my favorite things they do. Um. Next thing you know, we see like it kind of looks like it kind of looked like Tatooine to me. I was thinking of uh, what was it, the mummy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but next thing you know, we see Loki, he gets ported down and hits the ground. Um, and you hear this dog, and you look like these people who look like Mongolians, basically, Mongolians. Uh, damn Mongolians! <laughs> if you watch South Park, it's the yeah. shitty chicken. Shitty chicken. It's the See, shitty you can chicken. make that joke now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, fellas. Um, which is true. I shouldn't, but I could. I can. Um, get a pass. It's not. I get a pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> Loki gets up on this rock and starts a very, very Loki speech. I am Loki of Asgard. You know, he's telling them, you know, worship me. Um, why he's there. And yeah, it is Mongolian. And they say, why are you, who are you? Why do you come to our home? And he says in English, I, and then all of a sudden you see this little mirror pop out in these. Uh... I wasn't I sure what I thought about their uniforms at first. I'm trying to think of it kind of looks like Star Lord's helmet from the comics. It to me it kind of looks like his uniform from the comics a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. So you know which one version I'm talking about too. Mm-hmm. So um <clears throat> they come and then they're looking at the Tesseract and Loki's like, What's going on? He's like, never mind. He's like, don't touch that. And they pull out their little batons. And out pops this one lady who I'm like, I look at, I go, I was looking at Lily and I go, is that Amanda Waller? She's an intimidating woman. She is. And like, no, that's wrong universe. That's DC, but (laughs) she's, you can tell she's someone of importance. So the other three people come out together. Yeah. She comes out of her own portal. And she is extremely intimidating. And um, 
If you look at her chest plate, it says TVA on there. So if you're from, if you know the comics, which Kyle and I do, you know, that's the time variance authority. Um, we'll find out more of that later here. <clears throat> but she's talking about a violation and she's holding up her uh, game and watch. <laughs> Does it not look like a game and watch? It looks like almost like a, it could be like a gold Game Boy something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the Pikachu gold one mm -hmm. or whatever. She goes, on behalf of the Time Variance Authority, I hereby arrest you on, for crimes against the sacred timeline. Hands up. Which we knew that Loki would be about time jumps. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Time... Well, variances, I mean, there's... Variances, yeah, yeah. So did, how much did you know going into this episode about... How much did you know about the show, right? Zero. I, zero, okay. So I went in totally blind, too. I just knew there was going to be a Loki show, and I didn't want to look up anything mm -hmm. on it. That's, I'm the same. And so I like how they jumped right into it. Like, there was... <clears throat> Not a whole, I mean, there didn't need, there wasn't a need for a, for a lot of buildup. And it's like, this is what it's going to be. And they just jumped right into the TVA coming out. Um, look at her shoulder. I know it looks like it, uh, if you look at her helmet, it says B19. Yeah. But if you look at her little shoulder pad on the right there, it'd be her left, our right. Yeah. It looks like it says bad. Oh, she's, uh, see, does it not? I know it's B19. Batches. I can't pronounce yeah. it. A batch of bad ones. She's a bad batch. Mm -hmm. She's one of the bad batch. Different universe. And she's wearing a tie. She is wearing a tie. I never noticed that. Very formal. That's well, better than wearing a dicky. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> that would be Paul Lind comes out from uh, from the portal. If you don't know who Paul Lind is, I'm sorry, but that's fucking funny. Just go look it up. He was the center square for Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Way back. Way back when, but he was hilarious. Just a huge alcoholic. So basically, they're arresting Loki. And he's like, you're coming with us. He's like, who's us? And they go, last chance variant. Now, this brings up an interesting thing. They know who Loki is. You can tell they know mm -hmm. who he is. But they refer to him as variant. And at yeah. this point... I don't know about you. I was going, what the fuck is variant? I mean, if it's dealing with the time, um, the T TVA, we know it's time variance authority. We know it's something with time, but I'm sorry. Time travel gives me a headache, dude. It's like, uh, a, if, if I don't think about it too much, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. But once you start thinking later, about it later in this episode and in the next episode, um, if I, if I don't think about it too much, I'm fine. If I really start thinking about it, I was like, but that doesn't, why does, and they, they sort of explain it away, in a way, later. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's them just basically telling us, you know, just take it for what it is. Like, right. this, this is what's going to be. Just take it for that. Right. And you'd enjoy it more if you do that, I think. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's, that's why I have such a love hate with Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who, which we will be covering. Um, 
Doctor Who is like 50 plus years, so we won't be doing nurkies on it. It'll be a big overview. It might be a couple episodes, but we're going to do that. We're eventually going to get back to regular episodes too, but it's just mm. so much damn good stuff out right now. Yeah. Um, Kyle and I have actually been racking our brains about doing different episodes to do. Um, and we think we got a couple solid ones getting ready to come up. I've just got to get past summer work right now. Um, Loki just kind of, you know, smirks at him, says, I think I've had my fill of idiots in armored suits telling me what to do, referring to Iron Man. Because mm-hmm. he just got done with that part. Yeah, this is really, yeah. I keep thinking, I keep thinking we got to go back. This is back when that happened. Yep. Now he's like, now if you pardon me, now get out of my way. And she just whacks him in the face and his face just goes in slow motion. Just the vibrations from whacking like his hair. I absolutely love this part. I did too. And, you know, here's where they throw you for a loop because you think it's like, you know, the regular TV show where they're hitting you slow motion Mm -hmm. and everything's in slow motion. No, she just comes up full speed, puts a slap bracelet. (laughs) Yeah, puts a slap bracelet around his neck. Next, his neck. <laughs> and she says, you're now moving at one sixteenth speed, but feeling all the pain in real time. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Here's the thing. But yeah, it's a great part. And this establishes early on, like, these are some pretty um, powerful people. You don't like, fuck with them. Like, yeah, she just bitch slapped Yo- uh, Loki. So, like, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Loki weighs, like, 525 pounds. Really? Yeah, he's he's solidly built. He's one of the weakest of the Asgardians. Oh, yeah, because they're heavier. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and don't forget, he's actually a frost giant. hmm But she bitch slapped him. Mm-hmm. And she said, reset the timeline. And then they picked up the Tesseract like it was nothing. And if you remember, people couldn't just pick up the Tesseract without some sort of consequence, too. Yeah. Well, they had gloves on. They had gloves. Yeah, that helped. They put this thing down and released it. And then all of a sudden, it turned colors. Yep, their little uh, cold coffee press. <laughs> cold coffee press. That's what it does look like. And all of a sudden, it starts spreading. And... So we know from there, they just reset a timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, they appear in this place, which we assume now is TVA headquarters. And they're like, what species variant scroll? And if you look there at the beginning, there's a scroll in like a track suit there. Yeah. Which is very interesting because we've only seen scrolls a couple times before, but we know that they're going to be heavy players in phase four because of secret wars that's coming up for the tv show mm-hmm. and um you know it's the uh, phase four is cosmic and they're cosmic be interesting to see if they come into play if any more in this series or if that's just like a little hey they're still here don't forget about these guys a little nod right. right and then we get this one prick he's he's like my dad is the president of goldman sachs and he's like, one well, call, your whole job is privatized. He's just this little prick earthling. And we want the reason that we want to take note of this guy is because he plays a big part coming up. 
Oh, the guy's being laid in? Yep. Okay. Goldman Sachs boy. Trust fund baby. It's like, all right, how do you like that? And Loki tries to run. And she hits this button, and he appears right back where he is. He goes to run again. She just kind of, mm, let me press the rewind button. And he keeps going back to the same spot he is. And her name is Hunter B-15. It's not eight, 18 or 19, whatever I said. It's B-15. I like how everything in the TVA, and you see more as the episode goes on, is like stuck in like 1976, maybe? Or no, probably older than that. Like it's 50s. Like 50s, very Art Deco. Well, and except they got like modern... It's like it's a computer. Yeah, but it's not a modern like tiny screen it, big box. You know what it looks like to me? Hmm. It looks like your computers in Fallout. Yeah. That's that's what my daughter said as we were watching this. She kept getting Fallout vibes from everything in the TVA. Yeah, and I mean it is very art what did you say, art deco? Um yeah. Um like if looking at this main check in room, it's like pure. I would say 60s, 60s, 70s. Like maybe early, well, maybe early 60s, coming out of the 50s. I don't know. It's it's a cool style. I like it. Before we were born. Mm-hmm. And then you, okay, I love this guy behind the desk. He, mm-hmm. I think he might be a reoccurring bit character, but I love him. He kind of reminds me of uh, the guy that worked with Vision in WandaVision. In a way, um, in the- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy at the with the computer. Uh, what was his name? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, he kind of reminds me the of guy, him. The guy who vision freed uh-huh. momentarily. Yeah, I could see that. Um, he's like, he's like, oh, can you at least tell me what this is? You know, he's grabbing it, and she's like, I'll process him. Loki's like, it's the tesseract. Be very careful with it. You know, Loki Wayne. The guy goes, it sounds dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then she goes and pulls this lever to call the elevator, which I thought was weird. Everything, all the tech here is weird. All the tech is weird. And then she puts him in this place. And I mean, it's not an elevator. It's like processing. And then Hal comes to life. <laughs> I love this robot. I do too. It's very hands-on. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a Mr. Handy. It is a Mr. Handy. Harry. And it's just smiling at him. This old time robot. It's a Fallout robot is what it is. And it tries to pull off Loki stuff. And he goes, this is the finest Asgardian, Asgardian leather. And the robot makes this weird face. You, I mean, you really have to see this to get the effect of it. And they go, hold very still. And then disintegrates Loki's clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going to say it. Loki is ripped. He is. Good on him. Um, and then he, you know, he drops butt naked, and then he's in, like, prison gear. And now we come to, he comes to this room, and there is a cat, which we know from Walt Marvel, cats usually aren't cats if they're in some sort of cosmic place. Yeah. This is probably, like, the same species um what was that from that was uh captain marvel yeah i'm trying to name remember the name of the species uh cat from so b rob was supposed to be doing this with us but our schedules just could not align so the first two it's a flurkin it's a flurkin it's a flurkin would have known right off the top yeah he would have um so we're gonna try and get b rob in here for at least episode three Mm -hmm. but 
we're chugging along without him. And it's not even silent B Rob because he hasn't been here yet. So we can't even make that joke. Mm. Like silent Coda. Yeah. By the way, great job on editing that. Because that <laughs> looked great. Like if that. you guys haven't, go watch the uh the opening and begin and endings of our last two Nurkies for Bad Batch. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Um it's a cute okay. little flurkin. It's a flurkin. And this guy pushes this this set of papers and said, here, please sign this. This is everything you've ever said. And Loki's He's got a like, flirting mug, too. He oh, he does, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice that. Um, and then he's using a dot matrix printer. And Loki, what, Loki just said that. Another one came off, and he's like, sign this, too. And it literally says, what? <laughs> and every time he's saying, oh, this is absurd. Here's another paper. He's like, and this. Like, I don't know why I found this so funny. This whole, I don't know. this whole sequence of him getting processed from before this and then, you know, continuing on the next couple of scenes is great. You see the uh, soundboard over there on the left and then the XLR mark, Mike? Mm-hmm. It's all, this, all, this, the, the pro, not the prop maker, but the uh, set designer and, and whoever gathered all the props did. This is awesome. Yeah, it's a great job. <clears throat> Loki decides to just sign everything and he angry signs it too. Mm -hmm. And he signed How it do you think big. he signed it? Do you think he just signed it as Loki or do you think he signed it as like Loki, God of Mischief? Or I think he just did Loki because it was really quick. Okay. And then he looked defiant. I wonder how he would sign his name. Just a big middle finger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Loki falls. He, gives, he looks at the guy defiantly, falls again and looks up. And then he's looking at this other place and he's points up at the guy and then it's like a metal detector but it's not it's made out of wood with wires is it wood or is it just kind of i mean look at it it's wood right there or is that like scorching no i think that's wood i think it looks almost like carbon like carbonite well carbon like scorching like carbon Scoring. There's that's what I was looking for. I don't know. I think it's wood. Like those like they used to have in those old eighties, seventies, eighties houses that used to build those wooden pillars, like mm -hmm. that would be at the entryways. That's what it reminded me of. And then uh this one guy there, he's kind of like the we'll call him check in Brad. I don't know why. He just looks like his name's Brad. He looks like a Brad. He looks like a Brad. Check in Brad goes, please confirm to your knowledge that you're not a fully robotic being, which I found just really interesting. We're born an organic creature and in fact do possess what many cultures would call a soul. So interesting fact about this. The TVA once hired some killers, um, not really killers, but agents in the comics named LCD and Albert. Albert was a cybernetic clone of Wolverine. And LCD was a little android. Okay. It looked like a little girl. They were hired by the TVA. So I just thought that was kind of a cool little reference saying, you know, you're not, you're an organic being, not a robot. I like the confusion on his face too. Like that look right there. Oh, mm -hmm. that's our, that's our cover. Also looks like Loki smelled some shit. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. But he says, what? To my knowledge, I can't do the Loki, but you get it. Yeah. A lot of people not know that they're robots. Thank you for confirming. Move through, says Brad. <laughs> now he just, how cautious he is. Yeah. Holds up. He's like, what if I was a robot and didn't know it? The machine would melt you from the inside out. Please move along, sir. Um, see, it is metal. That's what they did. See the, the lines coming up? That has to be where something got melted. Oh, yeah, yeah. The robotic beings. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. So that's just the, just a red metal. Okay, you're right. Like his sigh of relief. Yes. Okay, I'm not a robot, so I'll be fine. He walks through, you know, light shines on him. He doesn't melt. It's like, what? <laughs> Checking Brad grabs the Polaroid. He's like, what's that? And he's like, please through the door. It just confirms he's not there. And he goes into this bank teller room where oh, the that police... was his, um, uh, what order, what do they call it? I'm going to go back here. He tells him what it is. Um, his soul? No, it's his, uh, Temporal aura. aura. Yeah. Which shows that you're a real being, I'm guessing. He goes into this bank room. Or or you're in line to get a movie ticket. Yeah. And we see we see little uh, Goldman Sachs prick in there and he's like, What is this? A deli? He's like, No. And they're like, you know, take a number. There's a please take a number thing up there. Like the poster on the wall with the little TBA uh mascot i guess you'd say the clock miss universe or whatever her name is this is a uh, behavior to get your clock cleaned <laughs> i didn't even notice that mm -hmm. um that guy goldman sachs dick gold dick he uh just walks on through he's like no i'm not taking a number he's like there's <laughs> only two of us here the Minuteman says, take a ticket. And Loki's just sitting watching this guy. And he's like, whatever. He takes a ticket, begrudgingly holds it up to his face, puts it in his pocket. Like, you can almost see him flipping him off. <laughs> the stare down as he walks through. I like how, just how almost, like, humiliated he is to this whole thing. Like, this is just a terrible, it's a, it's a shitty thing to kind of go through anyway. But then in his mind, he's like, you know, above all this anyway. Yep. But he's still having to go through it all. Yep. Well, and here's what kind of cracks me up, too. <clears throat> it hasn't really sunk in, but I think on some level it has, that he's powerless. Because mm -hmm. he's getting ported everywhere. He's not used to that. He's no. not used to being the one manhandled. <clears throat> and he's like, this is all a mistake. I'm not even supposed to be here. And then you hear a voice over the PA going, hey there, you're probably saying this is a mistake. A mistake. I shouldn't even be here. <laughs> I love that. And there's the little mascot, and it's like, welcome to the Time Variance Authority. I'm Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes is her name. It's my okay. job to catch you up before you start your trial for your crimes. Flash fact, do you know who her voice is? I couldn't pinpoint it. I didn't look it up, but it sounded so familiar. Tara Strong. Tara Strong, Tara Strong. So that's... One of the be best-looking women in voice acting today. She does a lot of acting. She is Harley Quinn in the new Batman animated movies. She is... Bubbles from um, Powerpuff Girls. She is oh, Rain okay. She's Rainbow Dash from um, uh, My Little Pony. She is um, her first gig when she was like 
16, I think. She was Hello Kitty in the 80s. Um, oh, okay. Tara Strong does everything. She's Raven in Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans. Yeah. The little guy, he's obsessed with Teen Titans right now. Oh, yeah. So that's where my, that's my little that's where, Okay, that makes sense yeah. now. Because I've been hearing that over and over and over again. She's a last... voice chameleon. She's, oh, she's amazing. Um, yeah, so she, Miss Minutes is there to tell you, catch you up what's going on for your crimes. So she knows they're all criminals that are coming through here. So let's not waste a, no, another minute. She's like, check it out. You hear this thunderclap. And then this very cartoony 50s. Long very ago, Jetsons. there was a vast. Yeah, it was. She said there was a vast universal war. Multi, what did she say? Multi-universal war? Uh, I don't know. We probably want to get this one like right, right. <laughs> Long ago, there was a vast multiversal war. Okay. You see these ships and everything just destroyed. Countless unique timelines battled each other for the supremacy. For supremacy. Nearly resulting in the total destruction of... Well, everything. She said, but then the all-knowing timekeepers emerged. Okay, this is super, super important. You see the first guy on the left with like little, he kind of looks like Mantis a little bit mm -hmm. with this gem in his forehead. The middle one with blue and blue dots around his face and a red gem. And then the last guy who is yellow with a red gem in his forehead and like a Theodore Roosevelt mustache. Is it a stash? It may be a stash. Well, maybe wasn't it? Didn't they uh, kind of tie it in and make it all canon that um, all of uh, Stanley's appearances was he was a timekeeper, or he was a? Oh, hold on, I gotta look this up now. I should have had this before. A Minute Man, mm. Gopher. Yeah. He was in Zack Attack. I'm just gonna keep throwing stuff out there. He was Olaf. He was a Jedi. No, I'm still looking. Still looking. I had read this somewhere. He was a man. Now he's a man, 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 man. If you don't know that song, that's by DVDA. I don't, I can't find it. Oh, hold on here. It'll come back to you when you're not. I think I may have found it. it. So you keep going through that. I think I may have found. At this point, I had a, a nerder because I'm like, I just figured out how they're tying this all together based off this picture. Because one of the timekeepers, if the one in the middle, blue, that has to be Kang the Conqueror. Who has been confirmed for Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. So, he looks like Kang the Conqueror, and I'm almost positive he's Kang the Conqueror at this point. <clears throat> okay, I found so, the article I was looking for. Keep okay, going. I'm, just, I'm scrolling through it here. Okay, you scroll through. So, bringing peace by reorganizing the multiverse into a single timeline. So, everything there's no multiverse. It's just called the sacred timeline. That's that's what they were referring to earlier. 
Now the timekeepers protect and preserve the proper flow of time. And then they have a very um, 50s, 60s cartoon. And to me, it looked like, if you, any of you guys remember, remember it was the Joel, uh, Gerald McBoing Boing cartoons where the kid couldn't talk. He could only make sounds. And that's what the animation reminded me of. It says, but sometimes people like you veer off the path, the time creepers, creepers, timekeepers created. And it shows them walking this different path. And it says, we call those variants. And then it shows different variants of this guy. So maybe you start an uprising or you were just late to work. Whatever it was, stepping off your path created a nexus event. And when left unchecked, could branch off into madness, leading into a new, another multiversal war. But Danger, don't multiverse. <laughs> yeah, make sure that doesn't have the time creepers, cre creepers created the TVA and all its incredible workers. The TVA has stepped into fix your mistake and set time back on its predetermined path. Now that your actions have left you without a place on the timeline, you must stand trial for your offenses. So sit tight and we'll get you in front of a judge in no time. Just make sure you have your tickets and you'll be seen by the next available attendant. So this brings up another big thing. This is the second time we've heard of Nexus and mm -hmm. keeping you on time, keeping you on track. Going back to WandaVision. WandaVision, if you remember the commercial, it was the Nexus, you know, and it was talking about time. Mm -hmm. So Is what I found on this uh, Stan Lee thing, every cameo mm -hmm. he had through all the MCU stuff, he it was confirmed that he was the same character in each of those cameos. Really? I didn't know that. He wasn't someone different. He was the same person at different points in time. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know that. Tied him, which would have tied his cameos probably into the TVA like he was an agent or, you know, did something for the Time Watchers. Right. Because there was one, wasn't that one of the scenes he was sitting, was it in uh, Guardians 2? Um, Guardians 2, he was in the... He was sitting with a group of aliens known as the Watchers. Where he makes oh, a yeah, reference yeah, yeah. to that time. He was a package delivery man. So, yeah. So, he... he was pro his, his cameo character was probably like a TVA agent. And, or they could... They could make it that way now, I guess, if they wanted to. Um, yeah, they could retcon that. Very, mm -hmm. very easy. I could see that. Okay, I could see that. So I didn't know that. So food for thought, flashback. Yeah, I um, mean, it's, it's already been confirmed that that was the same character back in like 2017, I think is what the article was from. Oh, wow. So yeah, they could easily retcon that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so they're, the TVA is for all time, always. And Loki's just scoffing at it. It's like timekeepers, the sacred timeline. Who actually believes this bunkum? And the guy, Minuteman, goes, ticket, sir. And, <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't have a ticket. And he's like, ticket, sir. He's like, I tried to ask that guy for a ticket. And this is the, this is a gold dick. Yeah. That was just like, you know, he didn't have, if you look at the sign back there, you see zero tolerance. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a nod to X-Men or not. Or it's just saying there's zero tolerance for this. What do you mean a nod to X-Men? So there was a very, very 
big storyline in X-Men called Operation Zero Tolerance. Oh. It didn't really deal with this, but in a way it did because they used the Nimrods of the future to make them into, like, people. Okay. So, you know, another one trying to get rid of the mutants, but I, so I don't know. It, it could just be, I'm looking too much into this, but it could just be zero tolerance if you don't have the ticket, but I'm kind of hoping it's a nod to the X-Men. Be cool. Um, so the guy's looking and he's like, what, you raising your voice at me, Buckethead? The guy takes out his little baton and it says warble screams if you have the captions on. <laughs> he hits the guy and the guy disappears. It's the same light and the same method that they reset the timeline. Loki looks just with his mouth open, all of a sudden just starts looking for that ticket. I like the, the guy behind the window there, like as that guy's getting we find what do they call it, pruning them. So they say Yes. <laughs> the the look on his face is that that dude gets pruned, he's just like mm-hmm. Just like nodding in agreement. Oh, I'm awesome. shocked or anything about it. like, oh that's what you get. Dick. Dick. Well, and then Loki, you know, looking for that ticket, then all of a sudden holds it up, and then we go to the opening theme. Right, 11 minutes, 12 minutes in. We're 12 minutes in. But I really, really like this, the way that they did this opening. What because what it, did it make you think of? Um, and then I'll tell you what it made me think of. I was trying to think of that. Like, it made me think of a lot of different shows. Like, it reminded me of Stranger Things. Okay. It reminded me of X Files. That that one was mine. It was the X Files? Mostly X Files, but like all these, it's going through the L O K I is going through different fonts. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was really cool. And I didn't see any two repeat. Mm, I thought one did. No. Oh, apparently no. It does repeat. It's just it rolls through. I wasn't paying attention, but it, I just think it looked really cool. So I think what we're seeing here with these series that are coming out, there's there's a theme all of them right mm -hmm. um so uh falcon winter soldier which now captain american winter soldier mm -hmm. had that buddy cop right kind of genre feel to it this has that um later on we see it, it gives me more of that x-files kind of feel to it how they they do uh some of their investigations and stuff um and so it's kind of cool that they're it's not yeah, just sticking it like is. there's a there's a theme to it there and each like of their it. shows mm -hmm. i didn't think about that good point sir but what they're doing with this one is um uh, kind of feels more like what i what we were hoping that they would do with uh um oh god i just went blank forget uh jimmy woo and uh darcy like how we we're talking, like how cool it would yeah, be if they yeah. did like an X Files type thing, which I'm still holding out for. Mm -hmm. I would love a Jimmy Woo and Darcy, Darcy, mm -hmm. or a Woo Darcy, Woo Darcy. I'm still holding. That's out what for I that. say when she pops up on the screen. Woo Darcy, Woo Darcy. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. I adore Darcy. Yep. Um. Next thing you know, we see this. It looks like a crime scene, except it says, I can't, I'm not even going to pretend to try and pronounce this. It's it's, Oxen Province. Oxen, eh, I don't know. Oxen Province. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, it's in France, so you did not do a French accent. Not at all. 
Not at all. Axin province. You did like a German. It's like a German Irish thing that uh, still carrying over from last night. Yeah, I think that's the whiskey. That's a lot of whiskey and a lot of Guinness. <laughs> a lot. Dumbass. <laughs> I, I was trying to keep counting and I lost count. And then I don't know. It just it's a blur. You know, you got home. <laughs> yeah, I got to ride home. They have uh, people to DD from the bar. Oh, that's cool. If you call them, they'll come pick you up and then they'll take you home. And that's the benefit of living in a small town because you mm-hmm. could not do that here. Oh, well, there you can Uber, though. Yeah, you can Uber, but. You don't know you who your Uber's going to be. Did, yeah, did you have to pay for it? No. See, again, that's the difference. Lucky it ass. It would have been like a, maybe a $6 Uber. It's only like four or five blocks. Like small oh, you could have stumbled home. You could have rolled there. Yeah, but uh, I'm not walking. Yeah, after dark around here. Mm-mm. No, I'm too pretty. I'll get kidnapped. You are pretty. Um, but they're in 1549. They're in France, which means we have TVA because we see the soldiers around there. The the hunter and his Minutemen responded, and then next thing you know, you look and it's Owen Wilson. Look at that. Oh, so, okay. I'm trying to look at the uh, stained glass behind him. Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. Okay. So I'm gonna be looking at all those now. See the armor. Mm-hmm. I think she was a saint by this point in time, too. I don't remember. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, I think that's Joan of Arc. Wow, we got Owen Wilson. And Owen Wilson. And then he's just talking about how this looks consistent with all the others, which means they're investigating investigating multiple crimes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and the reset charge is gone. That's the sixth attack in the last week, is what they said. So we know that something's attacking the TVA agents. Mm-hmm. And then you see this, I'm going to call him a peasant. Peasant stumbles in. Peasant. They're, they're getting the, ready to eradicate him. The peasant. plebe. The plebe. And Owen's like, in French, you know, I'm sorry, my friend is an imbecile. And you know, imbecile. And then uh, I like this part because the guy who he was talking to, what is it, U92? Mm-hmm. I speak every language in the timeline too, jackass. Yeah. Hey yo, I speak every language in the timeline too. Yep, I love that part. I wonder what their designations mean—the U and the B. I don't know. I'd be interested Probably to find out. Okay. UB forty. So he's standing in front of this other UB forty. Red, red, red one. one. Um. He's standing in front of this kid in front of the stained glass window, which is a devil with these horns. And I instantly formulated because of what the show is, what I who I think that is representing. And I know all of you are going to be like, you're going to say Mephesto. No, I actually didn't think this one was Mephesto. Hmm. I thought this was Loki. I thought this is a representation of Loki because this is Loki's show. Yeah. And it's about time hopping. Because if you look, the way the guy is sitting, the devil, with his foot on that little ball. Yeah. Those horns look like Loki's horns, and he sits like Loki sits. He does. So that's why I thought it was Loki. The way he crosses his hands. Yeah. That smug Loki look. So this is why I think it's representing Loki. Yeah. 
Okay. So. So yeah, you had you you caught on to that quicker than when I saw. I was like, "Ooh, Chris is finally going to get his wish." Yeah. <laughs> I wish, but no, I didn't even think it was Mephisto. I thought it was Loki, just because hmm. time hopping everything else. Um, and then he draws this picture of this little stick person on his game and watch. And he's like, tap, 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 tap. And then all of a sudden the picture comes to life and it's this shitty stick figure, but he's smiling. Yeah, it's a happy. He's happy he's with like, his shittiness. Do you know who did this? And the peasant looks and points at the devil. Okay, so now we get a good look at it. Let's pause right here. I want to... That's one thing I, I didn't get to do. Because I watched it, you know, the first time through on my TV in the living room. Right. I'm like right up on it. Because I think that throne looks like um, Odin's throne that he was sitting on. Okay. Looking at all over good here. Why is he red, though? Because he's representing the devil. This is the church. Uh, okay, so, he, well, he could have made himself look that way. He is the god of illusion. So he can appear however he wants. So I, I kind of I'm gonna hold to this one. I think that's representation of Loki. Probably right. So okay. <clears throat> yeah, you're probably right with that. I'm I mean, I know you're right with it because you know, later, but. So, and then they, they just said, don't worry, the devil's afraid of us. We're going to take care of him. And if you look, the kid's teeth are blue. It's like, that blue, what is it? And the kid holds up this candy, like this gum. And it's called Kablooey. That's blueberry. Blueberry, nine units. And it's got like a little devil on it. And it's obviously a futuristic like gum. Mm-hmm. very important later it is very important it's like devil bearing gifts go ahead and run this for sequence period and any hits of temporal aura the guy's like you know we're not going to get anything and owen's just like do it <laughs> make it happen now make it so make it so and he's like the breach is nearing a red line we need to go and we don't know exactly what's going to happen here but we got a good idea he's like go wait outside he's like you know, it's fine. Go wait outside. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And he's like, set a reset charge. And then this guy pops through with this file and says, there's something you want to see. And this is very important, too. It's Loki's dossier. It says, mm -hmm. apprehended. If you look, very, very important. Uh, variant L1130 race, frost giant. Yeah. Weight, or height, 6'2". He's taller than I thought he was. blue, sex, fluid. Which is awesome. This is the first time Disney has, in Marvel, in, at least in the... MCU have a gender fluid character. Well, that goes back to the comics because he's a. Yeah, excuse me. Um, because he's he's neither male nor female. He's a a god. 
Sector right. 1900, 2099. Well, and then here's another important part. Look at his name. Variant name. Loki. Loffy uh, son. Loffy son. Yeah. It's not Odin's son. Mm, that's his alias. Like Thor's. Uh-huh. It's Loffy son. So, and then uh, birthplace, Jodenheim. So just kind of cool. Just a lot of information on that dossier. Yeah. Like a lot. And the biggest thing to take from that is he's gender fluid. Um, next thing you know, they take him into like this courthouse. And you see these three faces up there. And it's, you know, it's the three time timekeepers. Uh-huh. But to me, it kind of look almost looked like... Um, the living tribunal faces, which is a big part of the cosmic universe in Marvel. Which he's he's the judge and basically in that. Okay. And the you know, the judge says, How do you plead? Wait, she said. Oh, it's not a judge. Uh Laffy Sun variant L one one three oh aka Loki, am I saying it right? Laufison. Laufison. Uh-huh. Is charged with sequence violation 72089. And then if you look, pay attention to this lady. She's going to play a big part in episode two. Mm-hmm. Very big part. She's like, how do you plead? And he's like, madame, a god doesn't plead. And he's just telling her, you know, this is a farce. I want to go home. She's like, are you guilty or not, sir? He's like, guilty of being the god of mischief, yes. He's just <laughs> defiant to the end. Guilty yeah. of finding all this incredibly tedious, yes. Guilty of crime against the sacred timeline? No, absolutely not. You have the wrong person. Like, oh, really? And who should we have? And he's like, I suspect <laughs> the Avengers. I love that. How he just has his defense all twisted up and ready to go. He's the god of lies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, quite the accusation. And you can smell the cologne of two to- Tony Starks. And it's like, you speak of time criminals, it's they you should be after. Um, and Owen sneaks in, Owen's character. It's like, perhaps you could provide me with a task force and the resources, and I could return and eliminate them for you. And then L15 is like, whatever. Like, <laughs> We're not talking about the Avengers. They did what was supposed to happen. You escaping was not. So, which means that was the variant. Now we know what the variation was against the sacred timeline. Not supposed to happen according to who? And she's like, the timekeepers. He's like, oh, the timekeepers, right. I just love how defiant he is. Yeah. He he is very interested in, you know, speaking to those with power. Mm -hmm. So he wants to go straight to the top. And, she's like, you know, that's not going to happen. No. And she's like, you know, what? Do, he's like, what do they do? And she's like, keep the flow of time. Mm-hmm. She just, you know, just interaction between them. It's like, how do you plead? And he's like, guilty. And then he goes, holds out his arms. He's like, of this. And then he pulls him in and he's like, um, and you hear someone kind of chuckling. And he goes, all right, hold, let me do it again. He's like, eh. he's <laughs> thrusting. Eh, eh, eh. And it's elf, or B-15. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, he's trying to use his powers, ma'am. And he's like, damn it, why won't it work? Magic powers that are no good in the TVA. 
The court finds you guilty and I sentenced you to be reset. So this tells us that the TVA is more powerful than magic. Loki's pageant powers. Yeah. It's like, you're guilty. Next case, please. And they take Loki away and he's like, reset. What does that mean? What is it bad? What does it mean? You know, it's just some guy who just got sentenced. He's like, you ridiculous bureaucrats will not dictate how my story ends. And she's like, it's not your story. Never was. I like that line. I do that's, too. I think that sets up so much. And it kicks him in the nuts, basically, because it's not about him. Right. <laughs> right. I oh, bet you think this show is about you. Don't you, don't you. <laughs> and then Owen stands up and goes, I know what he's capable of. And she's... He goes up and she goes, you know, if you're doing what I think you're doing, this is a bad idea. He's like, I know. She's like, anything goes sideways, it's on you. He's like, okay, I feel like I'm always looking up to you. I feel it. It's appropriate. You know, very Owen Wilson. I, I like their banter. I do too. And Owen still looks the same, just older now. And he's older Wilson. He's older Wilson. It's like, and who are you? And he just smiles and... Looks like I'm going to burn this place to the ground. I'll show you where my desk is. And then if you look, it's a very futuristic city. There's flying cars. Yeah. You know, like very, very futuristic looking stuff. It's, it looks like Cloud City to me, kind of. That's that's also what my daughter said. You guys are uh, on the same level. So that's cool. I, I'm glad to know I'm on the same level as a 13-year-old girl. Thank you. <laughs> Um, bastard. And do you, is this an appropriate point to talk about your theory about the TVA and where it's located? No, not yet, want... because well, he okay. needs to. Oh, needs to say this first. Okay. <clears throat> He's looking out, and you know, like there's a guy driving with his emergency lights on. If you saw it down there, uh huh. And he's like, "Good tender for a fire, though." Come on, he's like, "This place is a nightmare." And he goes, that's another department. Now, that department, here we go. Good tender for a fire, though. Come on. This place is a nightmare. Loki says, only said, that's another department. Now, that department, I'll help you burn down. Which makes me wonder if that is a reference to nightmare. Okay, so elaborate. He just, he just said that, you know, this place is a nightmare. He's like, no, that's a different department. Nightmare's department. So I'm wondering if Nightmare exists outside traditional realms. He's one of the, you know, he's the guy who creates nightmares. He's a cosmic being. Okay, so another cosmic. Yeah, I mean, you know, he. he I think he's in Mephisto's realm, to be honest with you. I can't remember. But I, I don't know if that's a nod or not to that. Very cool looking character. I'm looking at pictures right now. Oh, yeah, Nightmare is awesome. And he's a traditional Doctor Strange villain, too. Hmm. Which could lead into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Well, I don't think know. all this is eventually going to. It has so, to. if you go look at all, then you see, like, the elevator buttons, and there's all these weird, like, TSY, circle with a no through it, an X, FE3. This has got to mean something. Yeah, and I, I haven't been able to figure it out. I haven't either. Um, and I don't know what's going on with that at all. I don't Somebody either. somewhere probably has a theory on it. Let us know. And he's like, I'm Agent Mobius, so we know this is Agent Mobius. 
Loki's like, are you, are you trying to kill me? Take me someplace to kill me? He's like, no, we're just going to go talk. And he's like, no, you know, I'm not going to because we both know you like to talk, 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 talk. All right, here we go. So he said, how long have you been here? He says, Mobius says, he says, I don't know. It's hard to say. Time passes differently here on the TVA. Over if time even passes there. Here's the theory. It does. Oh, okay. Now it's, I see. It's called yeah. the Loki theory. So Loki is out of time right now, right? Mm-hmm. Literally. Um, like outside of time. Literally outside time. Hold on one sec. Let me get my notes up. You you talk about what you think and let me get my notes up real quick. Well, um, I'm I'm thinking some things now based off the theory you told me, you know, off show while we were uh while we before we started recording. And so I'm gonna need uh once you lay your theory out there on the table, then I'll uh I'll throw my two cents into it because I think it's solid. Um it definitely has some merit to it. Okay, here it is. So the TVA is the time variance authority, right? Mm-hmm. The theory is that this Loki theory is that the TVA is in the quantum realm. Because if you remember in Ant-Man and the Wasp, when they went to the quantum quantum realm, there was a city behind it. The theory is it's this city. Ah. Okay. So you're still with me on that? Still with you on that. So, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp, when they found Janet in the quantum realm, Hope's mom, Mm Mm-hmm. They said, you know, how are you still, you know, basically the same? You've been here for like 30 years. And she said, time passes differently here in the quantum realm. Scott was gone in the quantum realm for five. He thought five minutes and it was five years. When they got him, they said, oh, time passes differently in the quantum realm. I think your theory is solid. The Avengers went through um, the quantum realm. The big bad is supposed to be Kang the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. So therefore, Kang is in the quantum realm. That works. So there we go. That works. Hold on one second. Get him, dogs. Get him. Sick him. Go on for a sec. Let me see what they're barking at. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So his, Chris's theory on quantum realm stuff, I didn't even catch that. And we, like I so said, we talked about it off show a little bit earlier. Um, and with the, the time passing differently, you would make, all this make a whole lot of sense. Um, I think it's a pretty solid theory. I think it's got teeth. It's got merit. Um, go ahead and kind of go on through a little bit. But, you know, as Owen's character says, you know, time passes differently. Loki asking, you know, what does that mean? He's, well, you'll, you'll catch up. You'll find out more. Um, Loki keeps asking some questions about, you know, you're part of the, Workforce, uh, you work here, and 
And so the this is where you, and they said it earlier in the uh, in the little briefing video that he was watching that the workers for the TVA were created by um, by the timekeepers, and he just kind of reiterates that here a little bit. So these everybody here, all the workers, everyone you see are creations of the timekeepers. So it wasn't the TVA was created. The agency was well. I mean, the agency itself was created by the timekeepers, but also all the workers. So the TVA, the agency, and the TVA, the workers were all a creation of the the timekeepers. So they've got the power to create people. Oh, going Thanks. back to the theory real quick too. Okay, Ant Man, the new Ant Man and Wasp movie is called Quantum Mania. <clears throat> if the TVA is inside the quantum realm. They're traveling in and out. If it, it's set in the quantum realm and Kang created the TVA, yeah, it would all make sense that this is in the quantum realm. So something to think about. We got quantum coming. We got cosmic coming. We've got <laughs> hopefully mutants coming. There better be mutants. Fantastic Four. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, keep going on, and I'll join in here a sec. Oh, I was just uh, kind of going with it that I like how he calls, calls the timekeepers three space lizards. Space lizards, yes. Mm, excuse me. <laughs> and so, uh, has he, have they said his name yet? No, just just that his name is Mobius. Agent okay, well, Mobius. that's what I was saying. If they've said, if they've even said Mobius yeah. yet. They said it's Agent Mobius. That's all we know. Okay. So Mobius takes Loki into, it's going to be like his, uh, his hell office. of an office. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he's starting to talk about trust and like he's wanting to use him. He's, he's building up to why he's picked him or saved him, I guess, from punishment. Right. And Loki is just, okay. So here's one thing. So Josta. Yes. Tola, that, that was a cool thing. Um, is what a Mobius has two cans of Josta Cola. Justa Cola was only made like 93, 94, something like that. Uh, looks like it was, it was a high energy drink produced or introduced in 95. That was close. And taken off the shelves in 99. So it was only around for like four years. That was wrong on the time. Yep. So that's cool. And you see, Just a there's a lot of little back. things they pull from different time, not different timelines, but different points in time periods yep yeah you know there's this or some stuff later on too that uh, mobius talks about but i'm still like this office is just too cool to me i the, like it i wish it was my it. office yeah i take it the the tech is weird here i'm still gonna keep going on how the tech is weird <laughs> i agree when then loki tries to, he's like i live in whatever period of time i want and Mobius like okay, and he tries to you know take out Mobius, and Mobius resets him, and Loki's just like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and and it reminds him again, like time works different here. Yep. And then he he takes him, puts him down by his giant Pokeball. <laughs> um, it's it's the Loki ball. It's the Loki ball. Oh, it is the Loki ball. Loki, on, gotta catch Lo them all. Gotta. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Loki Mon. I like that. And basically, he's just 
telling he's him trying to catch them all. He is trying to catch them. He, Mobius is like, he's like, he tells him, I, Loki goes, I, you don't know anything about me. Mobius is like, I specialize in the pursuit of dangerous variants. He's like, like myself. He goes, mm, no, 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 no. Particularly dangerous variants. <laughs> yeah. He said, no, particularly dangerous. You're just a little pussy cat in the very Owen Wilson way. And he said, got a series of questions, answer them honestly. And maybe I can give you something you want. It's like, you want to get out of here? So we'll start there. Should you return, what are you going to do? Loki, you know, finish what I started. He's like, claim my throne. So we know Loki still, that's what Loki wants to do. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do it, but he was born for it. Yep, that's his reasoning. He's like, you wouldn't understand. You know, he's just trying to get more stuff. And Loki's, Mobius, like, try me. Like, Midgard, a.k.a. the Earth. So now you're Midgard, like, happily. I, I like how he just keeps feeding him stuff. Like, he's, yep. he's stroking Loki's ego a little bit. In a weird way, you know, he's letting him talk about himself. Yep. He's like... He's, and he tells him, Loki, the king of space, and Loki's just like, mock me if you dare. And he's like, honestly, I'm a fan. And he's like, why, why does someone with so much range just want to rule? And, you know, that got Loki thinking. And he's like, I would have made it easy on them. He's like, people like easy. The first and most oppressive lie ever uttered was the song of freedom. And this is kind of Loki's M.O. Mm-hmm. For nearly every living thing, I love this part. Choice brings shame and uncertainty and regret and regret. Regret. All the regrets. He's like, there's a fork in every road and always the wrong path is taken. And this just, just tells you, you said nearly every living thing. This just tells you Loki's literally, you know, pardon the pun, but godlike complex. He believes well, he, he was yeah. destined to rule everyone. I like how he says it. He's like, I, this isn't what I want to do. This is what I was born to do. Right. I've been it's thinking his, about that line a lot. It's his gift. Mm-hmm. Which I just find really interesting. He's like, so I guess you don't fall into the category. So, um, go ahead. Uh, so now he's, you know, bringing up the time keepers and saying they've, you know, Built quite a story. So he's still talking about the TVA as a whole. Like he's trying to act unimpressed by it, but I think he's incredibly impressed by it. I think so too. That's why he wants to meet with the timekeepers. He wants to try to work his Loki ness on them to he he's probably seeing this as his chance to rule. Right. And then the little and, projector fires up. We see and this projector is awesome. Dark Tower and Loki defiant the last. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is this? It's like a sampling of your greatest hits, if I may. It's a 3D projector, too. Mm-hmm. You see the Avenger, Avengers when they were sitting over Loki from the Avengers? There's Loki where he says, I'll have that drink now. And Loki's <laughs> like, no. Because <laughs> he offers him one. He's like, and I remember I was there. And he goes, you know, it's funny for someone born to rule, you sure, you sure do lose a lot. 
Might even say it's your nature. Oh, he's going to have to get some, some cream for that burn. Ow! When he's like, oh. you know, this last person who told me that didn't, things didn't turn out so well. And they showed, he goes, Phil Coulson. They showed Coulson getting stabbed by Loki. Makes me sad every time. I do too. I love Coulson. He's, important note, he stabbed him in the back. Yep. Comes up later. Oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, that is important now. Well, and it, what makes me sad is that I doubt Coulson will be back. You know, they brought him back for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon anymore. Well, they've, this, writ- this they've opens, written it out. This is going to open up everything, right? Yeah. Like, because it basically just makes anything possible that they want to do. Right. You know, everything that happened before is still canon, but with the possibility of all these different timelines now, or not now, but soon, or whatever, uh, you have the uh, the ability to bring back characters. You have the ability to have characters never exist and see how, you know, so Colson could come back. Stark could come back. It's it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I just don't know where they're going to go. No, they can go anywhere. Anywhere they want. And he goes, Owen goes, didn't the Avengers come together to literally avenge him by defeating you? <laughs> Touche. Mm-hmm. Like little solace to a dead man. He's like, do you enjoy hurting people? Making them feel small? And Loki's like, your games don't frighten me. He's like, making them feel little. I know what I am. He's like a murderer, a liberator, which of eyeballs, maybe. And they showed Loki taking in. What was that? Was that? That's when he was, uh, he needed that to scan so he get access to the vault in. Uh... Was that Age of Ultron? No. Um, it was. I think it was in phase one. Winter Soldier? Maybe. No, that's phase two. No. Was it the second Thor? Is that still a phase one? No, this may not have been phase one then. I'm trying to think. When was that? Son of a bitch. This is Why how, can't we think of this? This is probably the second Thor. I think it's from the second Thor movie. No. Because Cap came down on the Quinjet. We are terrible at this. Was this Civil War? This was just the Avengers. I think. I think you're right. We are terrible. I'm so sorry for you all having to listen to us debate this right now. We should know this. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was the Avengers. Yeah, I think it's just... Yeah, Loki takes an eyeball in the Avengers. Yep, that's what it was. Okay. So, sorry Phase you guys had to listen right. to us for, for like... Kyle was right. Yay! Yay! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, again, I apologize. You guys had to listen to us debate, which we should have known it was the Avengers. Ow! Fuck me in the gold ass! Right in um, it. <laughs> right in it, because that's what we just did. Um, he's, Mobius says, look at that smile. You're enjoying that. 
And then he's like, do you enjoy hurting them? He's like, I don't have to play this game. I'm a god. He goes, what again? Mischief, right? Yeah, I don't see anything very mischievous about this. He's calling him a dick. Basically. God of dicks. <laughs> um, he's like, let's talk about your escapes. You're really I'm good here at to doing- rule uh-huh. you as the god of dicks. What? God of, you this get sounds a dick. terrifying. And you get a dick. Everybody gets a dick. <laughs> I don't like this new kingdom. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> um, and then this is a new scene. And oh, I love this. Yeah, he's very clean cut. It's a very madman scene. I knew like exactly what, exactly what Don Draper. This, I knew exactly what this was as soon as I saw the he was in the the seats. I think I, maybe I'd heard something about it mm-hmm. somewhere, but. As soon as I saw the, uh, what the flight attendant was wearing, and yeah, I knew exactly what this was. What do you think it was? I knew it was DB Cooper. From. From DB Cooper is a well, that's a real thing. Um, in the late, what was it the seventies? Yeah, I don't know this. You don't know the story? No. So DB Cooper, um, had he hijacked a plane? Okay. Just like how it's showing it happened here. Um. So he hijacks a plane. Supposedly he was like very suave, very smooth, and how mm-hmm. you know Loki kind of does here. Um, the land the plane to refuel. I'm going to botch this a little bit, but um, you know he he got some money out of the deal with some trade. Like he traded money for some of the hostages he had on the plane or whatever because he told them they had a bomb. And then supposedly somewhere in the in like north of California, between California and like Washington, Oregon, in that area is where the, the path of the plane was traveling. He jumped out of the plane with uh, his parachute and a bunch of money and was never seen again. And they never found him. Never found him. Now there's been like money found and bills, like old money and stuff found up and down. Uh, there's a river. But yeah, this is like a real thing. Oh, <clears throat> so did so they don't know if he lived or not. Is most uh, like it's presumed now that he didn't live because like nobody knew who he was. And you know, DB Cooper was a fake name. Like it was, he's just this, you know, mystery. It's oh. a pretty cool story. You should read up on it. I'm going to now. I got homework. Yeah, it's a short read. You can knock it out in like five minutes. So, okay. Why don't you go over this since you know the story so well? Um, and so this. Uh, I mean, you basically did go over it. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, this, so this is the retelling of that, but we find out that... Loki uh, was D.B. Cooper. Loki was was D.B. Cooper. You know, he's this is the whole scene playing out where he tells he has a bomb. He just, you know, shows her the note. Um, <clears throat> the trade-off for the money. But in this, Loki actually just... I don't know why he did it, though. That's, I think it's just a cool thing that they just threw in here. With, with the glasses on, that is the uh, sketch that they gave of, if you look up a sketch of D.B. Cooper, like, he kills it. Like, that's perfect. Um, but, yeah, he takes the money, jumps out of the plane, and uh, I think, what is he, does he end up, like, yelling for Heimdall? I think he Again, does. someday, let's see. Yeah, I think he did. Brother, yeah, brother Heimdall, you better be ready. So, this is explaining why they never found D.B. Cooper's body, because mm-hmm. he got... He got the uh, rainbow, or not the rainbow bridge, but the, <laughs> but the link. He got bifrosted. 
and there goes all the money through the air. So, and that's why he says, I can't believe you were DB Cooper. Come on, I was young and I lost a bet to Thor. So that's why he did it. Okay, where's the TVA when you I was meddling in the affairs of men? Where it's like right there with you, just surfing the sacred timeline. He's like, you guys seal of approval. He's like, well, not really approval or disapproval. I'd say more. He's like, yeah, you know, back on subject. And see that little bit with the, I was hoping that it was going to come out later that Loki was behind a lot of these like urban legends and uh, mysterious people and things that have never been solved. Right. But I think it was just kind of a one-off thing. You think so? Yeah. I was really hoping for more of it, but I don't think it's going to happen. At all. It would have been so cool. Um, so okay. here's where, where Mobius is explaining why he kept this Loki around. He's asking what makes Loki tick. It's like, it's an illusion. Yeah, he's, it's a he's, cruel, elaborate trick conjured by the Weakton's fire fear. A desperate attempt of control. Where have we heard this before? Oh, man. Uh, it's like almost word for word. It's almost anyone that we see, the people who are rising up. I was thinking of Carly. From the Flag Smashers. Yeah. Yep. I can get behind um, that. So, and you know, Loki's just still basically trying to justify, I guess, justify his existence. And here's the thing that I've noticed with all this Loki here, this Loki is defined by his past. Yeah. Everything he is is defined by his past. Here's something I've been wondering since we've mm -hmm. gone through this. And like, we know, you know, this, this is kind of feeling an in-between because this right. is, you know, if you don't really think too much about time travel, this is happening right after, um, end game, right? Right. Yeah. So if you don't, you don't let yourself get too tied up in time travel. That's where this is. It makes me wonder if the Lokis that we see later, the Loki, is this Loki or a different Loki? Like, which Loki have we seen? Now I'm confused. Could, time be travel. A, uh, whatever. Okay, multiverses and time travels and multiple Lokis. Time travel. Um, okay, so basically, uh, Loki's still defiant. You know, you're pathetic. You're in a revelance. Um, he still thinks, you know, you're a footnote to my ascension. I'm going to be king. I'm going to be the ruler. He's like, if you wouldn't have picking up the picking up the Tesseract, you would have taken to a cell in Asgard. And then you see the chains, Loki and chains jingling. Mm -hmm. And we see his mother and she's like, Loki. And he's like, hello, mother. Have made you proud. And she's like, don't make this worse. And he's like, this never even happened. He said, Moby said, not to you, not yet. The TVA doesn't know your whole past, but we know your whole life, how it's meant to be. Think of it as comforting. So 
this is what is supposed to have happened. Mm-hmm. Had Loki not escaped. Again, time travel makes my head hurt. Because this would have actually been... See, this is with the Tesseract. So this was in-game, but this was their time travel in in-game, right? No, hold on. No, Avengers. Avengers, yeah. Right after Avengers. So this would have been before Thor 2. Right. She's well, like, because Frigga's still alive. Yep, Frigga says, always so perceptive about everyone but yourself. And the Dark Elves attack the Palance, and you sent them to Thor. And he said, right when Loki said, you might want to take the stairs to the left. And he said, but instead, you sent them to his mother. And this is Thor 2 right here. Mm-hmm. And where it shows where she died, and Loki actually takes a step back. And you see Frigga d- dead on the ground. And this is the first time we actually see Loki. Sh- he's shaken. Yeah. It bothered him. I mean, he, that's his mom. That's the one that, and, you know, there's times in other movies where he talks bad about everything, but that, that moment hit him. Yeah. It's, he's like, where, where do you have her? And she's like, mm, you let him write to her. Like I, you're lying. It's not true. And Moby's like, it's true. That's the proper flow of time. Happens again and again and again because it's supposed to. Because it has to. TVA makes sure of sure that, of it. That line that Mobius said right there. It happens again and again and again. Makes you think that, you know, time, at least here, is a loop. Yeah, right? it's a repeating cycle. This has happened. It's going to happen again, and it's going to happen again. So another so, time thing that's going to mess with your head. Loki, you know, Mobius is pushing him. It's like, do you enjoy killing? He's like, Loki goes, I'll kill you. And he's like, like you did your mother. Loki throws the chair at him. It's the projection. Goes after Mobius and Moby hits. Mobius hits the button. And Loki's back down on the ground and says, sorry, the time twister just loops you, not the furniture. He was supposed to be sitting on that chair. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. It's called a time twister. That's cool. Go ahead. He tells you know he tells Loki his purpose is like you were born to cause pain and suffering. That's your purpose. That's what it. That's what it was. That's what it is. That's what it always will be. That's that's your purpose. Um. In life, and so this is. I think this hits Loki here that. Uh. His, he almost feels like his free will is like gone, right? Like everything's predetermined for him. Even if he wanted to not be a bad guy, he's going to have to be a bad guy. And then Mobius helps uh, Loki back up. He kind of do the pro arm lift thing. Oh, excuse me. But they're interrupted by uh, the the hunter guard uh, B-15. That we B, saw earlier. B fifteen, so, yeah. Yeah. So there's a situation. <clears throat> yeah, there's always a situation, so they head out. So she's chewing on Mobius. About how it's a mistake. Yeah. That's a mistake. <laughs> he needs to be reset. Tells him that they lost another unit. So then means another attack had happened. He goes back to find his Loki. 
and Loki be gone. So Loki escaped from the, the office holding cell room thing. He checks his pockets. He realized that Loki pulled one over on him. Yep. Lifted the time twister. And okay. So. He goes mischievous scamp. I love that. <laughs> and then Loki appears outside and then another time door opens. And then if you look real close there, is that Peggy Carter? Oh, go back. Let's look again. Look, well, okay. I'm at 3415. So you must have been. No, I'm there. But it, yeah. Well, look right there it. on the right. Look at her. Let me go back a little bit here. It looks like that same outfit that she has at um, during one of the episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ooh. So, yeah, we're at 34. Same kind 15. of hair. Yeah. All right, I'm going to dive into that one. You keep going. Right. Uh, Peggy Carter in Loki. So, that could be Peggy Carter. So, then we see the dude from the front desk wheeling around a cart, and Loki gets this little shit-eating grin on his face. Um, they're going through. It's like, look, he couldn't gotten very far and like spit up, split up, prune on site. No pruning, no resetting. He can still help us. So Mobius wants him to help. Loki's just going in and out of offices at this point. And you see the dude from the front desk and he's like, hey, I know you. He's like, you're the criminal with the blue box. And then he shushes him and puts him down. He goes, ow. He's like, what's your name? He's like, Casey. I love Casey. He's like, give me the cat. Tesseractor, I'll gut you like a fish, Casey. He's like, what's a fish? How do you not know what a fish? Yeah, how do you not know what a fish is? He's like, I've lived my entire life behind a desk. Which brings up another point. If this place was created, this guy has always been behind a desk. Has he? Was he ever a kid? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, were, were they? Was this, are they just always what they are? I don't know. I really don't know. So, so nothing definite on the Peggy Carter theory, but a lot of people think that that is her. So, it could be. And he's like, you know, I'm going to hurt you. And he's like, okay, I comply, I comply. Jeez, he opens this desk drawer. And he's like, um, oh. And then all of a sudden, he gives him the Tesseract. And Loki looks down in this drawer. And it's all the Infinity Stones, multiple yep. copies of the Infinity Stones. And he goes, Infinity Stones? There's like one, two, three, four, five of the Aether. One, two, three, four time stones. Looks like there's some um, jelly beans in there. There's some jelly beans. I want to know what it, like where that metal is from, what that metal is. There's a lot of other stuff in here. The metal looks like World War II era style right um yeah now i'm like looking at everything that's in here There's like a pineapple plate looks like maybe a knife all sorts of sheath. stuff there oh is that a no it's not i thought it might, might have been like a mini arc reactor in the oh yeah yeah no it kind of looks like it yeah and if you look there is that another tesseract up there that's the one he's holding Oh, it's when he's holding. Yeah. And he's like, how? You know, how do you have these? 
And he's like, oh, we actually have a lot of those. Some of the guys use them as paperweights. So for those of you who don't know, um, the Infinity Stones don't work outside of your universe. And the TVA is outside of universes. They're outside of time. So in the DC versus Marvel arcs, they had Thanos with versus um, Darkseid. And Thanos was on pretty even footing with Darkseid, um, was even winning, but he had to use the Infinity Stones. Once they went to Apocalypse outside of our reality, our universe, the stones were depowered. Or they're gems in the comics. Yeah. So they only work technically. I wonder if that's the arc that they're going to take with this. I'm looking to see what else is in there. There's a poker chip. There's, it looks like a Honus Wagner baseball card. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like, yep, that's a Honus Wagner baseball card. Don't ask me why I know that. I just know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Well, and if you look here, this point when he said that these guys use them as paperweights, um, Loki just realizes how truly helpless the situation is because the Infinity Stones are the most powerful force in the universe. And these guys use them as paperweights, which shows us that the timekeepers are completely... I mean, they're gods. Loki yeah. thinks of himself as a god. These guys are way above that which scares me for phase four by the way oh it's gonna be so interesting you know loki slowly kind of walks out and casey's walking with his little cart just kind of looking at him the, he's in the room where they have the big sacred timeline monitor yep. on the wall <clears throat> so this is kind of like um ground control for nasa but for the tva they monitor everything with mm. this high-tech stuff yeah it's so high-tech and <laughs> shit loki goes this is the greatest power in the universe casey's like yep b15 finds him and hits you know loki ports with a little jumper and casey's cart disappears and casey goes i do not forgive you you almost hit me <laughs> He's still i really like fish. him I really like him. Mm -hmm. um, Loki goes up there, and then he's back in the room again. <clears throat> and he's looking at this picture, and then he goes back to the uh, Loki ball. <laughs> I love how you named it the Loki ball. Yeah. Loki mon. And he, Loki Mon, and now he's going to look look at it all, and sees Frigga. Frigga down on the ground, dead. And the, uh, this is the turning point, I think. Well, the second turning point, first turning turning point was the Infinity Stones as paperweights. Yeah. And Loki like basically starts crying. Yeah. And this... then he sees Odin. I love you, my sons. And this is from Ragnarok, wasn't it? Yeah. Remember this place when he dies? And because this hasn't ho happened for this Loki yet. Mm -mm. No, nope, Odin disappears. Peering into the future. And Loki just kind of loses it at this point. 
And, you know, Loki, Thor, he sees Thor going, Loki, I thought the world of you, I thought we were going to fight side by side forever. And then they show the end scene of Ragnarok, the end fight scene. He's like, maybe you're not so bad after all, brother. I'm like, maybe not. <clears throat> you, you always, like, these things, like, give you hope for Loki, but you don't want, like, a good Loki. No. All the time. Like, an occasionally a good Loki. Oh, and then he, he sees his death here. Yeah. At Thanos' hands. Thanos is, you know, the undying. You should choose your words more carefully. Like, I love that part. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's witnessed his full run. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad, if you think about it. Seeing his mom die, seeing the aftermath of Ragnarok, sees himself die. Sees Odin die. And then sees himself die. Mm-hmm. And that hit him hard. That's the course that he's supposed to play. Mm-hmm. Or according to the TVA. Travel. Yeah, according to the TVA. That's something that we'll have to get into some more, too. Is like, you know, they say the sacred timeline is there for a reason. They kind of explain it a little bit here and there. But I just wondering what the reason is why it has to be that timeline you know what i mean right like if there's they're sticking with that timeline because there's an alternate timeline that they don't want to happen because it would be detrimental to the timekeepers you know what i mean right right not because it would be they don't want it to happen because it's better for you know the universe because if it happens it's bad for them I could probably word that a whole lot better, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Like nefarious reasons. There's always a hint of nefariousness. So he's watched all the way through his file now. Uh, the hunter in it, uh, B19, B15 mm-hmm. is back. B52. <laughs> she is, dude. She's a brawler. Yeah. But Loki gets one up on her and... It's the slap bracelet on her neck. Like, oh, look who's getting blasted through time now. Loki's smart. Like, I can't help but like this character. Um, Go ahead. Give me a sec here. So he's he's using the time twister. And now he's just basically like playing with her. He's like, bring her back, throwing her forward. Bring her back, throwing her forward. This is his mischievousness coming out where he has to mess with it. But he does it over and over again, super fast. And... (laughs) <laughs> I like she's cutting in and out she's like stop 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 it and then he taps it hard so I don't know where he sent her I think we see her in a second where he sent her but um, he throws the time twister down we got the guy from the desk uh, talking about fish again as he's walking through the the hallways B15 pops up in front of him and uh, he's like oh you know that variant got away and uh, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know. But Loki doesn't try to escape. Like he's, this is where he's settling in. Like he, I guess he's accepting his fate at this point. Like he, he gets defiant about it again later on, and he's probably going to happen multiple times. But um, right now he's just kind of giving in. Like he knows this is what it is. He said, I can't go back. Um back to his timeline 
that's where he wants to go. He wants to go back to where he was supposed to be, and but he knows he can. Yep. Um, I th- I think he's being honest here when he's when he's saying like I don't enjoy hurting people. This this seems like an <laughs> honest Loki moment. It does. But I don't know. He's the god of lies and deceit. Uh, you know, he manipulates people to his own ends. So I <laughs> I don't know if I buy it. I think well when he says that I've been hurting people because I have to. He's like I don't enjoy it. I do it because I have to. I think he believes. He believes that he has to. Right. Right. He doesn't have to, but he believes that. So this may be him, you know, being honest, the, right. as honest as he can be, because he's actually saying, you know, the reality may not be the truth, but what he believes, then that's his truth. You know, so coming to terms with infinity zones were useless there. Yeah. He um, said you tried to use that. He's like several times. Loki puts down the Tesseract. That's how you know he's defeated. Yeah. He's like, well, screw it. And and what Owen's offering him, Mobius is offering him, is like salvation. He's like, the variant's been offing Minutemen. And he's like, you need the god of mischief to catch him? He's like, why me? He's like, the variant we're hunting is you. And I love his face. He's like, I beg your pardon. And the next thing you know, we see Salina, Oklahoma. Hey! In 1858. Oh. And, you know, I heard that they were recording in Oklahoma at some point, too. So, you want to relay the significance of Oklahoma in the MCU timeline, particularly with Asgard and Loki and Thor? So, when Asgard got destroyed by Ragnarok in the comics... Uh, the Asgardians relocated to Oklahoma. It wasn't Salina. I'm trying to remember where it was. It's about like Lawton somewhere. It's a really small... It's southwest Oklahoma. Uh, or was it Moore? No, it wasn't Moore. It was um, somewhere in Oklahoma. Um, look it up real quick. I'll tell you real fast. But um, they relocated, and this is during the whole Secret Wars thing where Loki... We remember how we said Loki is gender fluid. He became Lo- Lady Loki in this during this whole time period. Um, and so, yeah, they relocated this whole run into, I want to say this is late nineties, maybe early mid two thousands. I can't remember. Um, but they relocated Asgard in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. which probably the best and only good thing that's ever happened to Oklahoma besides the thunder. Yeah. Well, and then um, every man's got to nerd him. Yeah, and every guy, every man's got dinner. And thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was very important. That's a mm-hmm. historic day. They should throw us a holiday. Um. So yeah, there's that. Um. Next thing you know, we see this. Looks like some sort of sword, almost. Um, and it says the time signature is early third millennium. Or maybe it's a shovel. Who knows? Guy picks up the ground, sniffs it, and goes, there's oil. And it looks like it's burning in the back, doesn't it? Yeah. Came back here to get rich. Maybe we should find out and look for him, sir. And it's like, nah, not worth the paperwork. Just prune it. Let's bail. Set a charge. So they go to reset the timeline. And then you see, they said, wait, someone's there, like, in the mist. And it's this hooded figure. 
And they're like, check it out. They get their little stun batons on. And then the figure holds up this lantern, drops it, and the whole place starts burning. And it's, you know, oil, what they were talking about. The Minutemen are all burning. And this one guy, the only guy who's left is crawling, I think, to go get the charge to reset it. And it's Hunter U-92. They get pulled. And all of a sudden, you see the reset charge pulled, and then the figure standing in fire. Bum, bum, bum. And that's the end of our episode. Still trying to find what city it was in Oklahoma. I found this before. Appearances. Wouldn't have been in Fantastic Four. In Oklahoma, Asgard. Oh, why I can't Google through this? Broxton, Oklahoma. Broxton? Broxton in Caddo County. It's a couple miles out. Okay, so that is... Oh, Broxton. So... Where is that? That's Southwest Oklahoma City, I think. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, it's down by Lawton. So, so, but there you go. And there's our first episode of Loki. So, a little slow. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but it was a little slow. It was. Um, episode two really picked up, though. Episode two does. I think we're we're going to get a good mix of action and slowness, like. You know, WandaVision was a slow buildup. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier was like, from the get-go, high energy. I think we'll kind of hit a mid-ground. This right. How many episodes are there going to be? I don't know. I think maybe only six is my guess. I think it's going to be nice, though. Um, oh, something important to note. Um, Chof won our little um, Who's Listening Oh. With a gift card. Nice. Congratulations, so, Chof. Good job, Chof. Um, we have a new listener in France, apparently. Oh. Well, um, I really butchered the whole French thing earlier then. Yes, I feel so we apologize. Ireland, uh, we're still holding strong in. With our two? With our two. <laughs> hey, you two, tell a friend. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, six episodes of Loki, by the six. way. Okay, so there's six. So yeah. we're going to have fun with this. Um, we're, like I said, we're going to release two episodes when you're hearing this. And then I also found out something cool. I was telling Kyle. For $200, we can rent out the Cinemark here in Tulsa for Black Widow for up to 20 people. I was thinking, it, you know, I'm not going to be able to throw down 200 right now. Um, I can put some in on it, though. But... If you guys want, maybe we could have like an EGTN movie for Black Widow. Yeah, be kind of cool people to do it. I say we do it. So just let us know in chat who might be interested. I think it might be kind of cool. And that's a couple weeks away. That starts on the 9th, July 9th. Yeah. So, of course, we need to book it now. So it'll be here before we know it. If you guys are interested, let us know. Could be fun. We'll get Um, together. You know, eventually, once we start making money from this podcast, I'd love to do that for you all. Just have stuff like that where we can rent it out and just invite you guys. But Hmm. we don't make any money from this right now. We don't make shit. (laughs) I'm spending a lot of money on this podcast. (laughs) We make nothing. We make nothing. We don't do it to make the money. We have this is fun for us. I I would like to make a little bit of money so we could do something and give back to you guys. Well, yeah. 
eventually we'll get there but that's not the reason for the podcast hmm. we'll do it as long as you guys keep enjoying it and even then if you guys don't enjoy it we'll still probably continue to do we'll it probably keep on going we like it it's it's a good i think it's, it's a good stress release for, for us yep so with that um we'll talk next time about episode two of loki um thank you for listening to every man's guide to nerddom i'm chris and i'm kyle and wherever you guys are have a good night morning evening and be good to each other see ya hi nerd coke rise up it could get elevated nerd coke rise up it could get elevated. Nerd core used to be just a made up word. MCs shied away from.